You are listening to Growing Boulder. I'm Mark Middleton, and our next guest knows a little something about Growing Boulder. In 1974, he took an epic, illegal, daredevil, high-wire walk between the twin towers of the World Trade Center in what has been called one of the, if not the, most famous act of artistic rebellion in history. He's the author of 10 books, including To Reach for the Clouds, which was the inspiration for the 2008 Oscar-winning documentary Man on a Wire about his walk between the World Trade Center towers. His newest book is Creativity, the Perfect Crime. It's being called a revolutionary look at the creative process and how to live beyond our limitations. Let's welcome Philippe Petit. Hello, Philippe. How are you? Very good. Man, uh, you know, you say you don't believe in books about creativity, so why did you decide to write one? Well, actually, (laughs) most of the books on creativity are written by an author who involves and uh, and and uh, you know presents uh, great creators but the author him, himself or herself might not be one and uh, i'm a little bit tired of of that what i what i present in this book is the true um, living creativity of an author who experiences all what he's talking about and actually i tell stories and i even do drawings to uh, share my creative life with people so nothing is uh, invented it's not a treaties. It's a live testimony. And what a life it's been. I mean, you were a rebellious young man thrown out of five schools basically for being you, which to a large degree cultivated your belief that creativity is illegal and to be creative, you have to be an outlaw, right? Well, yes, it's not only a metaphor, but you know, if you if you're not free yourself from all uh, convention to start inventing, to start uh, uh, creating, then your creation is going to be quite uh, timid and uh, in a beaten path. So this uh, rebellious uh, feeling is something to me inherent to the art of creating. And when it comes to many of your creative endeavors, I've read that you often say, oops, I forgot to ask permission. Asking permission is not part of the creative process, is it? Well, um, generally speaking, no. I mean, I will be careful uh, to address this discourse if I were doing a commencement address in a university, for example. Um, But it is true that... um, to, to learn the rule is uh, sometimes unnecessary unless, unless you have the force to forget what you just learned. It is true that a, a, a creative act has something rebellious by nature because you should um, invent and you should feel like everything is possible. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's not right. Nothing is, is permissible. Nothing is, is possible to do. We are being told that every day, you know. This is impossible. You cannot do this. You cannot do that. So. It, it became very naturally, it was not a thought in my life or a choice, but it was an experience that really um, I should not ask permission. I should do things, you know. But of course, what, what I do is not, even though sometimes it looks like a bank robbery, is I do not steal, I do not take, I do the opposite. I offer, I inspire, I enrich people's life. I don't say that. They say that to me after a performance, you know. 
Folks, we are speaking to uh, Philippe Petit, who is a high-wire artist, a street performer who for decades has just amazed people worldwide. Uh, He's the author of Creativity, the Perfect Crime. Uh, And as we mentioned, he's a high-wire artist. And, of course, your most famous act was that 1974 walk between the World Trade Center towers. It took you at least six years to plan it. You secretly rigged 450-pound cable that went 1,350 feet above the ground and then using only a balancing pole you walk back and forth eight times what what did that do for your career you were arrested they later dropped the charges but uh I mean, people just stood on the streets in awe didn't they you know i i don't have a career i, I have a life so uh, every step in my life is what i want to do it's not a, it's not a, a system or a plan to to achieve a certain notoriety or get money. I mean, I've been very, um, very bad at, uh, at uh, enriching myself, and that's not my goal in life. My goal in life is to present beautiful performance and then have people afterwards say, Philippe, you changed my life. I, I now believe I can move mountains. I mean, that, what a great profession uh, it is to, to have people say that after performances. So the World Trade Center was improvised, and um, yeah, people salute it as the biggest thing in my life. But I can assure you, we have done things of equal artistic quality that were passed uh, unnoticed sometimes. For those who haven't seen the film, I have. I loved it. Did you like the film, Philippe? Well, Man on Wire was uh, a phenomenon because actually it started after Sundance. We started getting all the prizes and all the, the you know, the achievements, awards, uh, and then all the way to the Oscar, which I actually, and at the ceremony, you saw me balance on my chin, which was the first time uh, somebody ever balanced an Oscar like this, like a juggler. And uh, yes, the, the, the life of that film, it's a, it's a great uh, documentary, uh, was astonishing. But I have a secret in my sleeve right now that is a feature film in three dimension about that subject uh, about to be made wow that you know that is is fabulous uh the the film documents you know very interestingly uh your love affair with the world trade center towers from the moment you heard they were being built you became fixated on doing what you did what was 9-11 like for you given your love affair with the towers how did you react to that well i i cannot talk about that of course but you can imagine the reason i cannot talk about it is how can i talk about the disappearance of two great monuments when actually we're talking about the disappearance of thousands of human lives. But if you follow my my history and read my book and see the documentary, you will see that those towers really were alive uh, in my heart. Um, And therefore, you can imagine how I felt when they disappeared. You're now in your mid-60s, Philippe. Is it easier or harder for you to break the rules? Are you as creative now as you were 30 years ago? Oh, that's a nice question. And, and by the way, I don't believe in age, but yes, uh, I am 65. And uh, it's both. It's easier because I have attained a certain mastery and a knowledge that allows me to uh, get quicker to my goal. And it's more difficult because uh, life has changed and people uh, don't believe in miracles uh, as much as in the past and I have to fight to actually uh, do my my film, my book, my performance, my lecture, my buildings, my drawings. I I do so many things that actually it's a fighting front uh, for me to continue to 
to act my art, but at the same time, yes, it becomes a little bit easier because of all my life behind me. So again, I live in a life of contradiction, and my answer here is black and white. It is, it's easier and it's harder. Still a rebel in your mid-60s. In our final 40 seconds here, Philippe, what's the life lesson that you want us all to learn from you? What's the moral of the Philippe Petit story? You know, I, I have no lesson to teach. I have no moral to impose. Basically, uh, my book on creativity is a testimony of a lifetime of somebody who refused to abide by the rules. And what I do in this book, is I, which I do in my lecture, I don't impose knowledge. I open doors. And it is for my readers or the, the people who listen to me or look at my war walks to pick up whatever will enrich their life. But there is always something to pick up, and that's why people come to me and say, Philippe, you have inspired us. So I know this book will inspire readers as well. Folks, he is Philippe Petit, a very interesting man with an incredible history and an astounding future we know. Pick up his book. It's called Creativity, the Perfect Crime. I know you won't be disappointed. Philippe, thank you so much for your time. 